0: And happy yeah. belated birthday! I have to throw that out. <laughs> I'm sure you got a lot of uh, well wishes on your Facebook page.
1: Oh my goodness, it was just all day. It was uh, my phone just rang and rang and rang and rang and rang. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was a really nice day. So I turned 75 yesterday, which is uh, a hard number for me to even comprehend because I just. Uh, I always think of 75 as just ancient people and I just feel so young and vibrant and strong and healthy and like, uh, you know, still got a little boy inside of here. You know, I have to catch myself all day long not so that I don't do something wrong and stupid like I did for my whole life <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> you know? No, Wayne, you don't say that. No, you don't do that. You know, uh, But that's so, so anyway. cool, I
0: think. <laughs> 75 years. years—that That's a pretty neat perspective. Yeah, it really is. A lot is. of people don't it's have. A,
1: yeah, because I was thinking, I mean, it seems like it was a week ago. Or two that uh, it was my mother's 75th birthday, and my mother uh, was living uh, in Boca Raton. We had a, I got her a place there, and uh, <clears throat> my other two brothers were up in Michigan at that time. This is uh, 24 years ago, I guess. That's, uh, yeah, because she was born in 1916, and um, so we were, go- I were going. To- I was going out to take my mother out for dinner. Unbeknownst to my mother, I had flown both of my brothers and their wives down to meet us in a restaurant and it was going to be a surprise to her she had no idea that they were coming all the way from michigan for her 75th birthday so neither one of them had called her during the day and we picked her up around my wife and i picked her up around 5:30, 6 o'clock and we had a, i think a 6:30 reservation at a restaurant and all the way there i goaded her i mean I, she just said I just can't believe Jim or Dave, neither one of them, they didn't even call me. And it's my 75th birthday. And this is a very important day. And I was going, oh, mother, it's just no big deal. It's just another day. And I said, besides that, they're busy. What do you mean they're busy? It's your your mother's (laughs) 75th birthday. And I said, well, you're just making way too much of a deal. It's not that. This is like it's it's three quarters of a century. And she was just going on and on and on. And uh, and the more she would do it, the more I would just try to goad her into it. You
0: wound her <laughs> <And> we, up. <laughs>
1: we arrived at the restaurant, we sat down, and my mother looked over at the table next to us and she said, boy, oh, she said, that woman looks so much like Marilyn, which is my sister-in-law, my brother's wife. I said, oh, that would be Marilyn. I said, they flew down here for your 75th birthday. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like, so that was one very memorable birthday that I had with her. And now... It's my seventy-fifth birthday, and that just seems like it was just no time at all. It was twenty-four years ago.
0: Well, I like what you That's say 22. about aging, where you know we're still the same person inside. You know that soul exactly. and spirit doesn't change, and just the mm. the outside. You know the cells yeah. are always changing and falling off and doing what they do and regenerating mm. and all that. So it, it's kind of cool that we're we're the same inside.
1: Yeah, we, you know, you know, I, I, say I have a picture of myself on the wall, in there when I was 21 years old, and I was running on the beach, and uh, uh, and I, I look at that picture, and I look at my body in the mirror now, and I can't find one cell that was in that <laughs> body that's in this one, and yet I thought that's exactly who I was. I was for sure. This is who I am. This, I am this body, and you know, and uh, and the fact of it is, this, there's, there's nobody on this whole planet who's more than seven years old. Every single cell in your body regenerates every seven years, and. Uh, you know, and i've been reading a lot about uh, this, this the, the collective hypnotism of uh, you know the material body has to die you know a lot of the t- teachers of the ancient teachers of the far east teach this whole idea that uh, you know that, that <clears throat> it's just a collective mistake D- deepak Chopra and i used to get lectures together all over the world and we were at one time at the palladium in london and um I remember him saying aging. Somebody asked a question about that, and he said aging is a mistake of the intellect. And that's what, what we have done is collectively we bought into this sort of mass hypnosis that everyone who shows up has to die. He said, and until we uh, ultimately they say that ultimately we will come to a place where we have a realization that, um, that the body does not have to die, that the, that the DNA that, uh, is <clears throat> that constitutes our physical being. Is hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years old, and it has no aging in it whatsoever. The reason that we can't believe that we have to believe that such a thing as death is absolutely necessary uh, is because uh, you know because we've never known anything else. You know, the only person who we've ever heard is resurrected was Jesus. You know, who was really teaching us that the the end of death is something that will come. They talk about that in the uh, in the New Testament. But we just don't believe that if that's a possibility because we've never known anyone who's ever lived, uh, you know, whose body hasn't died. Um, and what they say is that prologue is not a determination of whether something is possible or not. I, I was saying last night when I was ha- having dinner, my friends had a dinner for me, and um, I was saying, can you imagine that George Washington, you know, just, uh, you know, 250 200, years ago or so, uh, imagining him looking I was holding a cell phone up I said can you imagine what 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 they would think about this this thing that we all just sort of just really take for granted and the fact that planes fly from London over to England all day over to the United States these kinds of things that we all just take for granted and it was that would be that it was the idea of of being able to get on an airplane and fly uh, to, to England would be as crazy and absurd a thought for someone in the 17th century, as the idea now in the 21st century that the uh, the death of the body is not something that uh, it's a mistake. It's not something that has to take place. So I've just been kind of open to that idea and 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 and, and really practicing and working on seeing if I can, uh, you know, slow that process down or even stop that process by, uh, you know, being very 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 cautious about what we put into our bodies and. Uh, you know, and exercising, and, uh, and but also just changing our, our internal mental attitude toward this idea that, uh, you know, that, that things absolutely have to die. Nothing dies anyway, and we all know this.
0: But so don't we have to make idea. room? <laughs> don't we have to make room for the other generation well, to come you, through?
1: Yeah, I think what's what we're going to... The, the solution to that is going to be to, to look at the infinite number of possibilities for, uh, you know, life in, in other places on the planet. Another thing we can't even comprehend is how we are going to get to other galaxies, and how we're going to get to and explore, you know, this this universe that is that is uh, got trillions and trillions of, uh, you know, of of heavenly bodies floating around with suns and planets and so on, and the idea of being able to go, go someplace that's a million light years away, um, uh, human beings, if we don't destroy ourselves, will be able to figure out a way to sort of demolecularize themselves and uh, remolecularize themselves someplace else. Uh,
0: like we'll like keep, on Star Trek,
1: yeah. No, those, those things are all are things that we're <laughs> contemplating. It's
0: all and, coming and, true, right?
1: I've been reading a lot of a man named Th- Thomas Troward. I've, I've been reading about him uh, in the last uh, in the last seven or eight days, and and he talks about the uh, you know that 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 if you want to create something in your life, you have to contemplate yourself as surrounded by the conditions which you would like to see in your life, and and that most people just can't can't get a hold of and contemplate themselves as, uh, uh, as attracting what it is that they would like for themselves in their life. you know they just can't get that. They're contemplating the things that they don't want or that have never been there or, or we've never had. And I'm one of those people like uh, I think it was George Bernard Shaw said that some men dream of things that never were and say why or, uh, some men look at things as they and see as they are and say why. He said, I dream things that never were and say why not?" And uh, I've always loved that idea of, uh, you know, of putting something into my imagination, into my consciousness that, that I have never thought of and maybe no one has ever thought of before. And then being able to see it, you can manifest it. That's always an exciting proposition for me. It's, just, it's been my way since I was a little boy.